wedding day you're gonna sing that. Can you see what the Lord has done? When you walk into that property, can you see what the Lord has? When that healing happens, what we've been praying for, He has brought to pass. See what the Lord has done. My God, my God, my God, my God. La paradash Let's go. 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 Let's go.
house. Are there grateful people in the house? Are there grateful people in the house? Are there grateful people in the house? Let ta 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 ta. Let para ta ba. Ra pa ta ba. La ta 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 ta. La para ta ba. Let para ta ba. La pa pa ta ba. Let para ta. Call down the presence of God. Call down the presence of God. Let para ta ta. Let ta shout. Ra pa ta ba. Ekete para ta. Ra pa ta shout. La para ta. Ibrashkata. La pa pa la ibrashka. My God, my God, let the power of power rap on the basho, rap on the basho, let para da, batum bagada ba, let para da ba, let dashkata, let para da dashkata, rap on dashkata, dashkata ba, rap on the basho ba, let para da ba, ikata ba, let para da ba, let God have His way, let God have His way, let God have His way. Tonight, oh God, we call upon You. Tonight, oh God, we call upon Let Everybody, share the link. Share the link. Rapadoshka pada 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 pada. Aisha, God bless you. Li paradoshka pada pada braka. Rhoda, God bless you. Hayata kata 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 kabam. Emmanuel, God bless you. Rapadoshka da braka. Adli, God bless you so much. Rapada kada pada. Oh, kada 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 kada. Hayata kata pada braka. The presence of the Lord is here. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. See what the Lord has done. I prophesy over your life. Can you see what? That by the time we are through tonight, the promises of the Lord upon your life shall come to pass. That any lost hope, any lost faith, any lost favor, any lost glory shall return in multiple forms in Jesus' name. I pray for you. You will not be broken forever. I declare. By the time we are done tonight, you shall be restored, oh God, in Jesus' name. 
And by the time we are through tonight, your relationship is taking a new form. Your career is taking a new form. Your salary is taking a new form. Your family is taking a new form. In the mighty name of Jesus. If I were you, I would sing it to someone. I would just sing it to someone. Sing. We serve the good God. We serve a good God. And may this God be good to you in Jesus' name. Shout Amen. Can you hear me? Thank you for your love, mercy, your favor. We thank you for all you do for us, O oh God. And we thank you that you are God. In Jesus' name we pray. Take over. Rule and speak to your people. May the believers shout Amen. 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 First Peter chapter 5. Reading from the verse 8 through to 10. The secret behind your suffering. Everybody shout. The secret behind your suffering. Let's 
Alright. We are taking off. Listen. Suffering is the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. If you have ever been through pain, that is what we call suffering. If you have ever been through a distress, that's what we call suffering. If you have ever experienced any form of hardship in your life, that is what we call suffering. Are we together? Suffering is the state of undergoing pain, distress, or hardship. And I know and I believe that every single person here at a point in their lives have gone through an amount of pain, an amount of distress, an amount of hardship. If you have never experienced what I am talking about, let me see you. Who here has not suffered? And who here is not suffering? Who here has not gone through pain and who here is not going through pain? Who here has not gone through a distress and who here is not going through a distress? Who here has never gone through a hardship in their lives? Who here? Everybody has either gone through pain or is going through pain. Suffering. Now, the question is, why are people suffering? First Peter chapter 5 verse 8. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. Seeking whom he may devour. That is not my focus for tonight. Verse 9. Resisting. The Bible commands us. Resisting. The Bible commands us, resist him. He tries to put thoughts in your mind, but resist him. He tries to break you, but resist him. He tries to confuse you, but resist him. It is a command. And be steadfast in faith. I'm not preaching. I'm still reading the word. Be steadfast in faith. Be steadfast in faith. Be firm in your God. Be firm in your faith. Be firm in what you believe. Do not allow the devil to shake you. Do not allow the devil to cause you to waver. Do not allow the devil to shake your foundations. Be steadfast. Knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by the brotherhood in the world. The Bible is saying no, that the things you are going through, 
other people, other other Christians in the in the other parts of the world are also going through these same sufferings. Do not ever think that you are alone going through this. Do not ever think you are the only person going through that. Do not ever think you are the only person experiencing what you experience. Sometimes it feels like you are the only person. Sometimes it feels like you are alone. Sometimes it feels like you are the only one going through it. Sometimes it is so lonely. Sometimes it is so sad. Sometimes it is so confusing. But I came to encourage you that you are not the only one going through it. The Bible promises us that there are other brothers and sisters around the world who are going through what we are going through, who are suffering the things we are suffering. But our confidence is in the Lord. Do not be broken. Know that other people are going through it. Be strong. Be firm. Be steadfast in faith and keep on resisting the devil. There is a time coming up that you shall rise above your pain. You shall rise above your sufferings. You shall rise above your distress. You shall rise above the hardship. Even though they are treating you anyhow. Even though they are confusing your move. Even though they are not supporting what you are doing. The Bible is saying there are millions of brothers and sisters who are going through the same thing. Keep on encouraging yourself. Keep on resisting the devil. The Lord is with you. You are not alone. You are not alone. I came to encourage you and I came to make an announcement. Even though I do not share some of my sufferings with you, you need to know there are great men of God out there who are going through the same challenges. They are going through the same frustration. They are going through the same breakouts. Listen, listen. Hear ye, hear ye. The Lord is here. And I prophesy over your life that at the end of the day, you shall stand and say, see what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Even though I suffer, see what the Lord has done. Even though I was broken, see what the Lord has done. Even though I was messed up, see what the Lord has done. Do not throw in the towel yet. The Lord is on your side. The Lord is on your side. The Lord is on your side. Come on, somebody. I prophesy over your life. That the glory of the latter house that shall be greater than that of the former. Do not be broken. The end is more important than the beginning. I know where you are living now is not good. Where you are staying now is not comfortable. The place you are in now is so full of frustration and mess. But I came to tell you at the end of the day, you shall rejoice. You shall rejoice. You shall rejoice. Scream rejoice. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
Rabada, Lepadima, Repetema, Lekashadima, Lebrata, my God, Letabau, my God, Liparada, my God, Shadabata, Madabata, Ikatol, Shadabata, Somebody shout Jesus three times. First Peter chapter five, verse the number ten. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After you have suffered a while, I came to tell you that your suffering is for a while. I came to tell you that your confusion is for a while. I came to tell you that what you are going through is for a while. I came to tell you the things you are going through, your hardship, your distress, your pain is for a while. I came to tell you it is only for a period of time. There is an end time. There is an end time. There is an end after you have suffered a while you shall be perfected you shall be established you shall be strengthened and the Lord God will settle you on that relationship the Lord God will settle you in that marriage the Lord God will settle you in that thing you are in in that business in that contract the Lord God will settle you shout yes now take me to Hebrews chapter 12 verse 5 Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. You have forgotten the instruction which speaks to you as to sons and daughters. Listen. Now, I am taking you deeper into the secrets behind your suffering. The Bible says, My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. Do not be discouraged when you are rebuked by God. <laughs> Listen, many people do not understand it when we talk about the chastening of the Lord. Many people think when we talk about chastening someone or the lord chastening someone we are only talking about the lord rebuking the person but listen to chasten means to discipline or to humble someone to chasten means to discipline or to humble someone so the bible is saying my son do not despise the humbling of the lord The Lord is able to humble men. The secret behind your suffering. Follow carefully. Verse 6. The Bible says, For whom the Lord loves, He chastens or He humbles. Or He disciplines. For whom the Lord loves, He chastens. And the Bible said, And God scourges every son whom He receives. Aha. Uh-huh. Now, let me break this down for you. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son 
or every daughter whom he receives. Follow carefully. Now, the Bible is saying, when you come into Christ, when you decide to live a life according to the will of God, the ordinances of God, the laws of God, the Bible is saying, the first thing God will do is to scorch every single person. Now, to scorch means to cause great suffering to a person. Now, there are a lot of sufferings in the church that are not as a result of demonic manipulation, but they are going on and they are happening because God himself is taking them through what we call the scorch. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and he scorches every son whom he receives in other words he causes great suffering to every son and daughter whom he receives when you come into christ the first thing that god will do to you is to give you great suffering that is why many people to, many people can stand and say before they came into God or they came into Christ things were working well for them until they decided to take the path of God now that great suffering that has come upon you is a result of God receiving you God himself is taking you through that great suffering you will have a new job but the salary will never be released yet you have good contracts and yet there will be no payment yet you will be in a relationship and yet there will be no happiness for a time all these sufferings all of these sufferings you will give birth to your own children these, these guys were young the babies were strong and yet the very moment you decided to live according to the will of God, you realize that all your children are falling sick. Your husband is behaving towards you in a very weird way that you cannot explain. You are going to, through things that you do not know how to explain and even discuss them. And all these sufferings, you wonder how the house you are living in is being taken from you. You are wondering the apartment you are living in. The landlord is sucking you. The landlord is driving you out. And you are wondering why? How come I am in God and I have to go through these things? How come I have decided to stay with God and I have to go through these things? I came to announce to somebody the cause for your suffering is God Himself. The Bible said God Himself scourges every son, every daughter. Now the emphasis is on the word every. That means that you are not exempted. I am not exempted. Sometimes I used to say that I was better before I accepted Christ. I was better before I decided to walk in my calling. I was better before I decided to take the step to follow God. And yet the very moment I made that step, I realized there were some challenges coming up. I realized there were some things coming up. I was wondering where these sufferings were coming from. I came to tell you the cause of your sovereign is God himself. The Bible declares that God scourges every son, every daughter, every mother, every father, every son, every child, every daughter. God scourges every person whom he receives. Now the first sign that God has received you is that you go through great suffering. 
you go through great suffering. Ah, why are they acting towards me in this way? Why is everybody treating me like this? Why is everybody doing this to me? Why are people doing these to me? For whomever the Lord receives, he chastens and then he scorches every son, every daughter, everybody. You cannot escape that part. Verse 7. Now, he said, if you are able to endure the process of chastening, if only you are able to endure then God deals with you as he deals with sons you will never become a son until you have gone through the scorch you will never become a son until you have endured the procedure of chastening are we together sometimes when people are suffering eh you have to pray for them and keep on encouraging them. There is a need for them to go through that suffering. The Bible is saying, if you are able to endure, then God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chase him? Verse 8 But if you are without chastening Of which all have become partakers Every single person has become a partaker. Every great person you see today has become a partaker. Everybody you know today at a point was a partaker. Then you are illegitimate. If you do not go through it, you are illegitimate. Are we together? Many of us are wondering, how come as for us alone, we cannot sustain any relationship Sometimes it's not the devil, it's God himself. Until you have gone through it, you are illegitimate. Jeremiah chapter 18 verse 1. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, verse 2, Arise and go down to the porter's house. There I will cause you to hear my words. Verse 3. Then I went down to the potter's house. And there he, he was making something at the wheel. Verse 4. The Bible said. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred. In other words was disfigured. The vessel that he made of clay was disfigured. 
In the hand of the potter, the vessel was disfigured, so he made it again into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to make listener. When you enter into God, God has to disfigure you, God has to break you, God has to transform you, God has to melt you and remake you into another vessel because until you go through the transformation process you cannot be worthy of the anointing of God you cannot be worthy of the calling of God you cannot be worthy of the grace of God you cannot be worthy of the favor of God and so the Bible said those who are able to endure the process of chastening those who are able to endure the process of scourging those who are able to endure the fire these are the ones that he treat them as sons verse 5 then the word of the Lord came to me saying oh house of Israel oh house of prayer life oh people of God can I not do with you as this portal can I not remake you can I not rebuild you can I not recreate you can I not forge you through the fire can I not do these things look as the clay is in the hand of the portal so are you in my hand as the clay is in the hand of the portal so are we in the hand of the Lord Listen, the reason for your suffering is because you are in the hand of the Lord. La Papa, you cry too much, you complain too much. La Paratava, let us develop their mindset that the reason you are going through what you are going through is because you are in the hand of the master, you are in the hand of your savior. Do not be broken. The Lord is on your side, the Lord is on your side. But until you go through it, the Bible says you are illegitimate. People, listen to me. Until you go through it, you cannot be a son of God. You cannot be a daughter of God. I am standing where I am standing today because I have been through the fire. I am standing where I am standing today because I have been through the forging. I am standing here today because I have been through it all. I have been broken before her. I have been shattered before her. I have been remade before her. That is the only way I can contain the grace of God. And that is the same way you can contain the grace of God. Do not allow anybody to to take you away from the process of forging, from the process of transformation, from the process of remaking it is necessary for you to go through it it is necessary for you to suffer the things you are suffering it is necessary for you to struggle in your relationship it is necessary for you to struggle with money now the Lord knows what he is doing God knows what he is doing God knows what he is doing come on somebody let the 
And if you have been through anything that were not led by God, now is your time to submit yourself to the authority of God for you to be transformed, for you to be remade, for you to be recreated. Because until you go through the fire, you are illegitimate. Until you go through the fire, you are not a son or a daughter of God. Until you go through the fire, the Lord cannot be on your side. Come on, somebody. Under the sound of my voice, shout, I am ready. 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 Somebody declare, Lord, forge me. 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 Hebrews chapter 12. Back to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 9. Furthermore. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us as we paid them respect. Sorry, and we pay them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in the subjection to the Father of spirits and live? Verse 10. For they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them. Our, our biological fathers, the Bible is saying, they chastened us as seemed best to them. But as for God, He's chastening us for our profit. Those days when your father was slapping you, he did it according to how he wanted to do it. That's what the Bible is saying. When your father was beating you, when your parents were, were always in an argument with you, they did it as they saw best. Listen. One thing you need to understand that the ways of our biological fathers and mothers are never the best. The Bible said, they chasing us according to how they saw best. So, many of us, the things we have been through in the hands of our biological parents, those things were never the best. Many of us are still Harboring the pain of the things we have to suffer in the hands of our own parents. But listen. They, many of them did not do it for our prophet. But the Bible is saying, as for God, he does it for our prophet. He does it for our gain. Follow carefully. Your biological father and mother do not have the final say over your destiny. Only God does. The Bible says they say what is best in their own eyes to you. The things they say to you in their own eyes, that is what is best. The advice they give you in their own eyes, that is what is best. The things they teach you in their own eyes, that is what is best. But the Bible is saying as for God, he takes us through this procedure for our prophet. You need to shift from the realm of following everything your biological parents say into following what your spiritual father is saying and whatever your biological parents will say that doesn't conform to what the spirit of god is saying you are not supposed to do it when you do that you have not disobeyed your parents you have followed the spirit of god 
Sometimes our parents want to enforce some things, some directions, some ideologies, some instructions on us. And in the realms of the spirit, in the bottom of our heart, we can tell that this is not the directions of the spirit. You know, listen, I know this because I am speaking from experience. I have been through it. Those days when I said I was going to be a man of God, my parents said it was a foolish thing. For me to see. We have suffered things. I'm telling you. They will not support you. They will not be a part of what you are doing. They will not even care about it in any way. Yes. I've been there. That is when you must learn to rely on the spirit of God. Because the Bible is saying our biological parents, they treat us in the way that seems best to them. And any way that seems best to you is not good enough. Take this from me. Any way, anything, any idea that seems best to you is not good enough. It is only good enough after the Holy Spirit has confirmed it. Many of us, our parents do not support the fact that we are spending time with some men of God. They are struggling to accept it because in their mind, we have to be with them in their old churches. We have to be with them in their old congregation. But you know, you know it in your heart that the Lord is leading you elsewhere. But because you are unwilling to rely on the Spirit of God, you are still giving in to the instructions of your father and mother. When you know you need to follow God... And you need to give in to the voice of God. For how long will you complain? And for how long will you submit to the authority of your biological parents? Even when it is contrary to what the Holy Spirit is saying. This is the hard truth. I know a lot of believers going through it. They know the Holy Spirit is saying do this. But their fathers are saying otherwise. Their mothers are saying otherwise. Their parents are saying otherwise. Their siblings are saying otherwise. I came to announce to you that your siblings do not have the final say over your life. Your biological parents do not have the final say over your life. No matter what your father said. No matter what your mother said. No matter what the elder of your family said. I came to tell you the only thing that will stand is the word of God. The only thing that will stand... Is the instructions of God. Verse 11 of Hebrews chapter 12. Now, no chastening seems to be joyful for the present. It is not fun. There is no fun in going through the fire. There is no fun. There is no fun in going through what you have to go through in the hand of God. There is no fun in it. There is no chastening. There is no scourging that seems joyful at the present. Yes. Many of us, when we entered into God, we searched everywhere trying to find a job. You won't find. You won't find. And many of these sufferings are as a result of you going through the fire. It is painful. It is, it is frustrating. But the Bible is saying, afterwards, 
It yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Now there are two kinds of people who go through the chastening process of the Lord. Those who are slayed by it and those who are trained by it. Not everybody survives in the end. This is the sad truth. Not everybody survives in the end. There are those who are slayed by it. Those who are slayed by the process. Those who are slayed by the procedure. Those who are slayed by the things they go through in the hands of God. Now, those who are slayed by it are not necessarily killed by the process of chastening, but rather these people always return to their old lives. It means you have been slayed by it. You've been slain by it. Going back to your old life, the fire is too much for you. The suffering is too much for you. You are not able to survive at the end of the day. You return to your old life. It means that you've been slayed by the process of chastening. Those people return to the way they used to live. They reject the spiritual necessities of their transformation. The least thing happens. Oh, let me go back to that man. Let me go back to that guy. Let me go back to him. Let me go back to her. When you know that this person is a strange man, this person is a strange woman, you are with a married man, you are with a married woman. When things get off, you say, let me go back to him. Let me go back to him. Let me go back to him. These people are slayed by the process of chastening. You need to be trained by it. Those who are trained by it are people who accept the spiritual necessities of their transformation. They are willing to endure the pain. They are willing to endure the frustration because they believe in their God. They have confidence in their God. And I can tell you for sure, if you allow yourself to endure, at the end of the day, it shall be glorious. At the end of the day, it shall be beautiful. At the end of the day, it shall be great news on your behalf. These people learn to put their whole trust in God and in His Word. Those who are trained by the process of chastening. These people bury their own lives and they, they will never take back. These people say, I am not going back to my own life, even though, even what I will eat, I do not have, what I will wear, I do not have, but I'm not going back to my own life because I am determined to be trained by the process, not to be slaved by it, but to be trained. I am not going back to my own life. I wish I was speaking to people who are unwilling to return to their own lives. I wish I was speaking to people who are unwilling to return to their own lives because they know at the end of the day it shall be glorious and they ought to be trained not to be slain. Scream. I am not going back to my own life regardless of what I go through. I am not going back to my own life. No matter what I am suffering, I am not going back to my own life, let the past 
up. Even though I have nothing now, I am not going back to my old life. I am not going back to prostitution. I am not going back to hanging out with married men and women. I am not going back to being in the arms of other people's lovers. I am not going back to all the shady lifestyle I had in the past. I am not going back to the sinful life that I had. I am not going back to my selfishness. I am not going back to my greed. I am not going back to the pornography. I am not going back to the masturbation. I am not going back no matter how tough it becomes. I am not going back. I am not going back. I am not going back. I wish I was preaching to people who will shout. I am not going back. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice. My God. This is our prayer tonight. Oh God. I am not going back. Oh God. I am not going back. Oh God. I am not going back. I will be trained, not be slain. I will be trained by the transformation, not be slain. I will be transformed by the fire. I am not going back. I will be trained. I shall be trained. I must be trained. I can be trained. I am ready, oh God. I am not going back now. I am ready. Let the And I prophesy over your life. If you can wait, what you are dreaming of and what you are praying for shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. I declare over your life what you have been waiting on God for. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. Declare it shall come to pass. If you can wait, if you can wait, come on, come on. Let the better brother I am not going back. 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 I am not going back to the disrespectful lifestyle. I am not going back to the insult. I am not going back to the pride. I am not going back to the old things I used to do. I am not going back. My God. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I am not going back. 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 There's no better prayer to pray. I am not going back. I am standing with God. I am not going back. I am standing with God. I am not going back. Come on, shout. Oh my God! 
I see joy over those. I see joy over those. I see the sound of abundance at the end of the tunnel. I see a great light at the end of the tunnel. I see, I see, I see, I see. One more time. One more time. Take me to John chapter 21. John chapter 21. Starting from verse 1. I am not going back. John chapter 21 verse 1. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself. Verse 2. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin. Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Verse 3. Simon Peter said to them, I am going back to fishing. See, even Peter, after walking with God for three and a half years, this is after Jesus died, Peter said, I am going back to fishing. Why? Because Jesus is dead. Jesus is gone. Our leader is gone. I am going back to fishing. See, Peter, Peter rejected the spiritual necessities of his transformation. After three and a half years, Peter who was supposed to be a leader of the people, Peter who was supposed to be a rock unto the people, their rock said, I am going back to fishing. Sometimes after I have preached to you, I have after I have encouraged you, after I have prayed with you, after I have prayed for you, you still have the edge. I am going back. It is understandable. Even Peter did it. And he said, I am going back to fishing. Hey, Peter, Apostle Peter, he's leaving the work of God and he is going back to fishing. And they said to him, Then we are all going with you. He carried the whole team with him. They are done with the work of the Lord. They are going back to fishing. And the Bible said they went out and immediately got into the boat. And that night they caught nothing. You are going back and immediately you are calling that man. Immediately you are calling that woman. Immediately that, that lady who has annoyed you, you are marching to her house. But the Bible is saying, that night they caught nothing. That day you receive nothing. That day nothing will be beneficiary on your behalf. That day nothing profitable will come out of it. After you have come to see the light, going in back will no longer be profitable. Physically and spiritually. They went back and the Bible said when they got there that night, they got nothing. Verse 4, but when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that this was Jesus. Jesus that you have walked with for three and a half years, he stood on the shore and yet they couldn't recognize him. The man of God you have been listening to for years now, now you have gone back to your old life, that now even when you hear his messages, 
Moses, you did not recognize that man of God in the message he's preaching. You do not recognize the spirit of God in the message you are hearing because you have gone back to your own life. That even the same thing that is supposed to pull you up into glory, that same thing that is supposed to pull you up into favor, into grace, into mercy, that same thing you are unable to recognize. That is what is happening. And you need to understand. This is why many people are going through unending sufferings. Because listen. When these people come and they go through the process of the, of transformation or the process of chastening, these people, after the chastening, they will go back. And so when they come, they have to go through the same process again. And at the end of the day, they will go back and they will come and they will go through the same process again. And at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, they will go back. So what they are doing is they are only going through the process of transformation, and yet they are never transformed. This is because of these people always come and go. They come and go. They come and go. They never are steadfast in the house of God. They never are steadfast in the word of God so day in day out they are going through the fire every day they are rededicating their lives to Christ every day they accepted Christ again and again and again and they are going through an unending process of chastening that is why the suffering never ends every day you go through it and then you go back to your old life then you come and go through it then you go back to your old life and even Peter did the same thing he said I am going back to fishing the same Peter that Jesus said come I will make you fishers of men after three and a half years he understood that being a fisher of man of, of men was not enough he was going back to be a fisher of fishes <laughs> imagine fishing men and fishing fishes oh God They could not recognize Jesus. Verse 5. Jesus said, Children, have you any food? And they answered him, No. After going back, you still did not have any food. After going back, you still did not have any money. After going back, you still could not build anything for yourself. Can you imagine? He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat. And you find some so they cast and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish if a man can teach you to be a fisher of men then that man can definitely make you the fisher of fishes but you need to understand that some callings are higher than others being a fisherman and being a fisher of men they are not the same I repeat, being a fisherman and being a fisher of men are not the same. One is higher than the other. If you want to spend all your life fishing for fishes, that is okay. But you need to understand, at the end of the day, your reward will be very less. And what you are even chasing after is for a physical purpose. You are destroying your body. You are destroying your life. You are destroying your purpose. You are destroying your assignment. Because you are going back to your old life. Verse 7. 
that Jesus, sorry, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. It is the Lord. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put out his outer garment. For he had removed it. A priest, an apostle, he has taken off his garment and he's on the sea fishing. A man of God, he has taken off his, his calling, his purpose, and he's in the clubs. He's in the room of a strange woman doing things. Peter, Peter had taken off his garment. He's back to his old life. Someone that leads worship at church, you have taken off your garment. Today, you are back to your old life. You are still with that guy who is a player. You are still with that guy who is a playboy. Hey! You have taken off that garment. You, who could worship in church, be broken in worship, lie on the floor, kneel down, weep and worship to your maker. Today, you have casted off that garment. You are with some boy. Some people are with Muslims. Hey, you couldn't find a man in church. You had to go for a Muslim. Verse 8. But the other disciples came in in the little boat. For they were not far from land. They were not far from land. You are not too far from saving. You are not too far from returning. Once you are here listening to this message, you are not too far gone. You can return. Somebody shout, I can return. Verse 10. Jesus said to them, Bring some fish. Sorry, bring some of the fish that you have caught. Verse 11. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land. Full of large fish, 153. And although there were so many, the net was not broken. Verse 12. Jesus said to them, Come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Come and eat breakfast. Come and eat. Come and dine with the Lord. The Lord is calling you. Come and dine. Come and dine. Come and dine. Come and dine. Come and dine with the Lord. Come and eat breakfast with the Lord. Come and eat lunch with the Lord. Come and eat supper with the Lord. Regardless of where you have been, the Lord is calling you. Come back today and dine with the Lord. Come back today and eat with the Lord. And I take it as a sign that you are here, that you are ready to return. You are ready to come back from the from the sea. Verse 13. Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them and likewise the fish. Verse 14. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to the disciples. Some of you, this is the third time that I am bringing to light this same thing I am talking about. This is the third time, this is the third warning you are receiving concerning this thing. Listen, this might be the last time. Who knows? Do not wait and say, I will do it tomorrow. I will do it next week. I will do it next month. 
I will do it next year. Some of you, this is the third warning that you are receiving. Return now from your old life. Return now to your old life. From your old life. Return now from your old life. Return now from your old life. I told you from the beginning of the year that my mandate this year is to set back the wrong things in the church, to set back the wrong things in your life that people might return, that people might be reborn in the fire, people might be in the place of righteousness, people might give in to the place of holiness, to the spirit of holiness. I came as a man of God, I came as a man from God, I came as a man inspired and instructed by God to call you to return, to call you to come back. You ought not to return to your own life, to go back to your own life. The Lord has a plan and a purpose, the Lord has a prayer for you. Do not forget. He's the great intercessor. Do not forget that he makes intercessions for us. As I am praying for you, the Lord Jesus is praying for you that you might return to the Lord. It is by prayer. These days, we do not beg people to receive God, but these days, we demand it of you in prayer. Whenever I go down on my knees, I pray to God, Father, let these people return. Father, bring back your church. Father, feel back your church. A revival like never before. A revival like never before. A revival like never before. We are tired of the dry churches. We are tired of the empty rooms. We are tired of the empty platforms. Father, bring people onto yourself. Draw people onto yourself. Keep your fire burning. Keep your fire burning in the hearts of your people. They can never return. And even if they do, they shall come back to you Lord right now this is my demand in prayer this is my demand in prayer this is my demand in prayer father bring back your people father bring back your people let the for some of you, this is the third time the Lord is calling upon you. This is the third time the Lord is warning you. This is the third time the Lord is impressing it upon your spirit to return, to return, to return. Set your spiritual life straight. Set your spiritual life straight. Set your spiritual life straight. Be healed. Make straight paths for your feet so that what is labor may not be dislocated. But rather be healed. My God, I declare that you might pursue peace with all people. You might pursue holiness with all people without which no one will see the Lord. I pray may you return. Therefore, strengthen the hands, strengthen your legs, strengthen your minds, which hangs down. Return. Alapata. 
Stand up on those feeble knees. Stand up on those feeble knees. There is fresh strength coming up. Fresh fire coming up. There is a revival being birthed in you. In Jesus' name. It is my prayer that no one will fall short of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up without trouble by God and by this many become defiled. I pray you will not be defiled. I pray the root of bitterness shall be casted out. The root of bitterness shall be casted out. The root of pain shall be casted out. The root of suffering shall be casted out. That you might not be defiled in the days of trouble. In Jesus' name, my God, lest there be any fornicator, any profane person like Esau amongst you, who for a morsel of bread, he sold his birthright. Do not throw away your destiny. Do not throw away your birthright. Do not throw away your assignment. Do not throw away your assignment, your purpose, your destiny, your calling, your grace. Do not forget that a man died and paid for your life with his blood. A man shed his blood and his name is Jesus. For your sake, do not bring to naught the sacrifice of the Lord. My God, my God, my God, there is no better message that I have for you than that which I am preaching and sharing with you. Come on, return. Come on, return. I can promise you the Lord will do a lot with your life. The Lord will do a lot with your destiny. No matter how small you think you are, no matter how small your village is, no matter how dull your village is, no matter how you are struggling with employment, I can tell you for a fact that the Lord God shall bring you to a place of fire. The Lord God shall bring you to a place of influence. The Lord God shall bring you to the place of salvation that you can cause change amongst you. Ay, ay, ay. My God, are there people in the house under the sound of my voice who are willing to stay with God, to stand with God and understanding the secret behind their sufferings and accepting the fact that it is a need for them to go through it. There is a necessity for them to go through I place a demand on your life. I place a demand on your soul. I place a demand. My God. My God. My God. My God. I declare over your life what you are waiting for will not come from a man. What you are waiting for will not come from a guy. What you are waiting for will not come from a girl. I can tell you the Lord shall bring it your way through his mysterious ways. The Lord 
shall bring it your way. Do not give up. Do not give up. Do not give up. There is glory in the Lord. There is honor in the Lord. There is faithfulness in the Lord. Even when you are faithless, the Lord is still faithful. My God, my God, my God. I declare over your life, you will do better. You must do better. You can do better. You are going to do better. Your life will not be the same. Your purpose will be sharpened. Your giftings will be sharpened. Your ministry will be sharpened. Your career will be sharpened. Your purpose will be set ablaze. My God, your marriage will not fail. Your marriage will not fail. Your marriage will not fail. Your relationship will not fail. Your marriage will not fail. Your parents will not die. Your siblings will not die. By God, my God, any any shadows of the dark realm that follows you around may the light shine may the light shine any shadow of the dark realm on your marriage may the light shine any shadow that follows you on your employment May the light shine, may the light shine, may the light shine. Kadobanaba, let the basha, Rebanam, the Paranabos, Rapanaba, let Geneva, Rapados, Lepelepanaba, Rakados, Kanaba, Rebados, Lapanabanaba, Bano Banabas, the Panama, Rapana, Lip Panama, Rapana, Lip Panama. At the end of the day, you shall declare, see what the Lord has done, see what the Lord has done, see what the Lord has done, see what the Lord has done. Come on, somebody. Keep on waiting, keep on waiting, it shall come to pass. Endure the transformation, endure the transformation. Be trained by it, do not be slain by it, be trained by it. Do not return like Peter did, do not go back like Peter did. Do not go back to fishing. Do not go back to slaying. Do not go back. Do not go back. Do not go back. Do not go back. Rapados. Rapados. My God. My God. My God. My God. See what the Lord has done. 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 Do not be in competition with your siblings. Do not be in competition with your friends. Do not be in competition with your loved ones. Do not be broken by their broken progress. I can assure you at the end of the day, you shall declare, see what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. Keep on waiting. 
Keep on waiting. Keep on waiting. I pray for you. That my God will keep you on course. My God will keep you on course. My God will keep you on course. God bless you so much for being a part of tonight's service. Do not forget on, on Wednesday, 12 a.m. We are live. Midnight vigil. Wednesday, 12 a.m. God bless you so much. See you next week. Bye-bye. What we wait